Hello and welcome back to the We Didn't Peak podcast. I am Chance Nichols. Oh my god, it's been a week. Uh, we took the week off. There were some uh, travel issues and some equipment issues and just too many things to to stress about. Uh, you know, stuff. Just eh. what? What do you want from me? It's a free show. It's a free show. Bite your words, Chance. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're all out out there in podcast world are doing well. I'm doing well myself. I'm coming at you live from my mom's house here in Nixa, Missouri. I've been here the past week, came into town uh, last Tuesday to aid in uh, getting my grandmother moved into a uh, retirement community, which has been... Oh boy, it's been quite a bit. I don't know. Um, it's weird, you know. It's weird to see because my family was very young when I was born. Like I, I, my family, my my uncle was like still in high school. He's now in his forties. Um, you know, my mom was in her early twenties, and my grandparents were in like their fifties. I think I don't know. So it's it's just weird now, like because I I feel like for a lot of people that uh, this process happens way sooner. And so you get less time seeing, uh, you know, your family members in like the sort of prime of their life. And yeah, it's weird. It's definitely strange. My, uh, we moved my grandma out of the house she's been in for about 50 years. And that's like the only house I've ever really known uh, consistently, at least like that was the house that I was brought home to when I was born and every Christmas, everything has always like been done at that house, and now it is no longer our house, and that's weird. But although that's very like I don't know, it's sad, and it's there's a lot of emotions that go into it, and all that good stuff. There's also like I don't know, I and I went through this a little bit when my uh, grandpa passed away, where it's like it, the the body that you leave behind when you die is not you. The stuff that was inside, like your like your brain, whatever your soul, if you want to get into that, uh, that's what you. That's you. The body is just sort of like a vessel, and when you leave it, it's just sort of a shell that that used to be a person, and that's kind of what a house is. You know, like a house is just a building, and it, it's the people that fill it that make it. And you know, now that we're gone, it's not our house anymore. And but we we st- we're still here. You know, and. I don't know, guys. Emotions are weird and hard. And aren't you guys happy you subscribed to this comedy podcast this week? <laughs> oh, you poor people. If if you're a new listener, I swear to God, it's not always like this. Uh, oh, boy. It's been fun being back here in Springfield. I, uh, or in Springfield, Nixa, that area. I watched our Nixa Eagles beat the Web City Cardinals for the first time in program history. How about that? That was pretty cool. That was, uh, I've talked too much about how I played high school football, and through that journey, I got to know this town called Web City, Missouri. Now, Web City, Missouri, they have won, like, since, like, 1999, they've won, like, 12 state championships and have gone undefeated for, like, streaks of, like, six years at a time. So they're they're the best high school football team in the state of Missouri, I would say, consistently, year in and year out. And Nixa finally beat them. At home, on homecoming, no less. And I watched it. 
I watched it from the stands with my pal Dylan Mills. Shout out to Dylan Mills. I saw some other pals whilst at the game. I saw Dakota Jenkins and his children. Uh, shout out to Dakota. I, I, I hope you're listening. Uh, you're looking well. I saw J.D. Payne, shout out to J.D., uh, working that concession stand uh, for the baseball fundraiser or something, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was cool to be back. I saw uh, co- Coach, now Dr. Kelly. This guy used to be, he was a softball coach and a history teacher when I went to school there, and now he is the head principal, like the, the big boy, the big cheese in that school. So good for you. Good to see all of you. Uh, yeah, got to see, you know, the theater teacher, Miss Fleetwood, and uh, Mr. Glenn, Corey, Corey Glenn. Uh, that that was really cool. Uh, I, I always appreciate seeing those folks and talking to the students and things of that nature. I also got to go to Missouri State there uh, for an afternoon, and I talked to some of the MSU, like, uh, acting and musical theater students in their auditions class, which was also pretty cool, and I will hopefully be doing that more often, uh, come, well, like, not more often, like, all the time, but I think I'm, I'm gonna go in the spring and do something, I don't know. It was cool to be, like, connected back into Missouri State, because it's been, it had been a minute, um, and this interview, we get into Missouri State stuff a lot, because it's Maggie, Maggie week, very exciting. Yeah, I don't have a ton else. Uh, it's going to be kind of a short intro today. I didn't do any questions, comments, and concerns just because this episode's a week late and blah, 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 and I'm in a different time zone and it, it's raining here. Can you believe? So, uh, yeah, and I'm about to go record three podcasts today. I've got three episodes to record today, which will be oh so fun. Very excited for you guys to hear them. Um, what else? The Chiefs suck. It's... People, you know, when when the Chiefs had their first loss, like whenever they lost to the Ravens, it was like, oh, don't worry about it. You'll bounce back. You're going to be just fine. No, you didn't. Did you not see the product that they put out on that field? I don't think it's going to be just fine. I think there's qu- I think there's quite a bit to worry about. And I was right. Need to get that defense figured out. Patrick Mahomes was playing like Matt Castle on Sunday Night Football, which, uh, you know, that's awesome to see. I don't know. There's a lot of problems in that with that team, and they need to get them addressed one way or another. One way or another. We're going to cut Daniel Sorensen. We got to bench Sorensen. Get him out of the secondary. Get anyone else. Literally anyone else. That guy sucks. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm trying to reserve my, my judgment for the Kansas City Football Chiefs uh, too hard for for right now. Uh, what else is it? I've been to Mudhouse twice a week or twice a week, twice a day, every day that I've been here. Basically, that was a promise that I made, and it's a promise that I've kept. I'll probably go there right after this to go grab some cough cough before my next podcast and. What else? Mudhouse Coffee, y'all. If you're if you're in Springfield, Missouri, go to Mudhouse Coffee. Run, don't walk. It's 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 the best of the best. It's better than Coffee Ethic. It's better than Classic Rock Coffee. It's better than uh, Hebrews Coffee. Whatever whatever you want to whatever is your preferred coffee shop in Springfield. Mudhouse shits all over it. So go to Mudhouse. Find folks. Find coffee. Find everything. Good parking too. Pretty pretty decent op- parking options during the day. Downtown Springfield turns into like 
like World War Three at night now, which is weird. Like, you know, during the day, it's like kind of this quaint little town with like this little downtowny area with coffee shops and bookstores and paint shops and stuff. And then at night, it's like the sewers open up and hell is unleashed upon that town. There's just police sirens and teens screaming and running in the streets. It's it's bedlam down there. Crazy, 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 crazy. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I think, honestly, that's about it. Let's get into this interview. Uh, My guest today, oh, my God, oh, my God, it is one of my dearest friends in the entire world, and yesterday was actually her birthday. So if you listen to this episode and you enjoy it, send us, tell her happy birthday, a, a belated birthday. I don't know. Uh, I'm pissed that I couldn't go to her party. It looked like a lot of fun. I wish I could have gone to that thing. Uh, anyway, I'm talking, of course, about uh, my dear, dear friend, Maggie Needleseater. Maggie is an actor in L.A. Uh, she is a very old friend. Oh, very old friend. She is very old. She had a birthday, and she is very old now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love you, Maggie. Uh, yeah, she, we, we talk about all kinds of great stuff, and I'm excited for you to hear it. As always, please hit that subscribe button uh, wherever you get your podcast, so you can stay up to date with everything that we're doing here and all of our new episodes that come out pretty much each week. I'll say that, pretty much each week. We didn't have one last week, but pretty much each week it comes out. Uh, yeah, hit the subscribe button. Be sure to download these episodes so that uh, you can, you know, listen to them wherever. Listen to them on an airplane, whatever, where there's no signal, things like that. Uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you'd like. If you like the show, that certainly helps us out a lot. And follow us on Instagram at We Didn't Peak. Like us on Facebook. Just search We Didn't Peak with Chance Nichols. And follow me on social media at Chance Is Loud. And then Maggie will give her social media at the end. Okay, that just about does it. So now, please enjoy my conversation with the one, the only, Maggie Needleseater. Enjoy. Guitar is on the corner. What's that? Whose beautiful guitar is that? I don't know whose guitar that is, and it's been in my house ever since I moved into it. We love to see it. Yeah. All right. Interview started. Oh my God, guys! I'm important. <laughs> just, it's all. Let's all take. Let's all take a few seconds and just kind of breathe. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, hi. Hello. <laughs> how, how are you? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. This is very natural. For sure. You brought a beer in a to-go cup to my I, house. I did. Would you, where, did you drink it all? Did you polish it off? Um, no, I handed it to the girls over there oh, on the couch. Oh, good. My yeah, posse, my yeah, entourage. Yeah, you've got an entire team with you here. Yeah, I don't go anywhere without them. <laughs> Looking at them doesn't look like you get a lot of business done. <laughs> Well, Haley has ADHD, so yeah, we really don't do anything. Right. It seems like more of a hindrance than a help. Yeah, exactly. But Haley got me here, so she's a help. Can you not drive? (laughs) I can. What happened? I don't have air conditioning in my car, so she drives. Why? I haven't had it it for like over a year. It's like a newer car, right? I mean newer to me. I'm just (laughs) I don't want to spend the money on something that I have to fix. Cool. All right. Well, good. good <laughs> so good, she good. drove. I, I met at her place and then she drove me. So, oh, and then nice. I was actually illegally drinking the beer in the car, but it's fine. Oh, well, this is this episode is brought to you by the Los Angeles County Police Department. Yes. Uh, he- hello, <laughs> ticking time bomb. <gasps> Look at that little puppy. Sorry, uh, for for those for fans of the show that remember Lucas's episode with old Hook uh, ch- chiming in, he just walked by so menacingly, but completely silent because he is what a good boy. Uh, 
What? Uh, so how 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 are uh, what are you up to these days? How well, are I'm, things? You know, uh, things are fine. Uh huh. Um, I'm up to working. Beautiful. This past week, I had a bladder infection, so oh, I was resting. You, oh, you want to talk about the bladder infection? I mean, I can go into any kind of detail you want, but, like, <laughs> that's what I was doing, and then I was, I've been working, I've been hanging with Haley and my housemate, and, um, you know, have a stalker, so yeah. it's been fun. Is, and I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time, and I'm glad I get to ask you on air. <laughs> So is is calling it a housemate instead of a roommate like a like a like a um a classist thing? Like do you okay. kind of look down on those of us that aren't from St. Louis and so you say For sure. If you're not from St. Louis like what the fuck? Are they're my housemates over there. Yeah. Okay, cool. I figured it's you, but <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, the thing is I've gotten this question a lot about the housemate and roommate and I go back between like, between what do I call them? Yeah. And they're housemates because, like, I don't share a room with them. But then also, like, like no one shares. I mean, if you do share a room, I don't hate on you. But, yeah. like, they're not my roommate. But, like, then I just get confused. One time, I this past year, I got really close to them. And while I was getting close to them, I was like, we should call each other housemates. Oh. And, like, make it a... <laughs> I was really uh-huh. excited about it. I was like, yeah, like, I'm your housemate. Yeah, yeah. And no one... No one wanted to do that. These people so. were locked inside with you for a year. Yeah. And do they still speak with you? Some. Good. Yeah, a little That's bit. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm not everyone's favorite in the house. I well, know that. Well, of course not. Yeah, why would I be? One of them is verified on Twitter, right? Yes, that favorite is Favorite in the house. For sure. Gotta be the favorite Actually, not my house. favorite. <laughs> oh, love shit. you, John. I love you, John. Okay. But there's others before him. There you go. And Isn't he would say the same. Well, good for him. I look at Haley and I nod. I'm like, right? She says yes. Wouldn't you agree? Huh. Yeah. Well, that's good. That is, so the housemate roommate thing, it's almost like uh, supper and dinner. Do, do you know anybody in your life that says supper? Maybe my mother occasionally. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we mostly say dinner. It's when I, because we always, question. we have always called it dinner at Who my house. calls it supper? Cannibals, I think. Or. Supper? Like. I feel like I would if like, I was British. Okay. Like, so occasionally is that, I say supper. I is say. it a British thing? Like, I don't know. Hey, we'll have, hey, look over here. We'll have supper. Hey, goodness. Me crocky. It's such a dinner. Yeah, it's dinner. Disgusting. I'm going to eat dinner. It's better than supper. A lot of plosives. You said soap. Soper. Soper. I hardly know her. Do you ever Folks, we are brought to you by... When you said something bad, as like a child, did you ever get your mouth washed out with soap? I was threatened with it. But it never happened? Never happened, Same. no. Because I think that's like, I don't think that's, that, that's like inhumane, isn't it's like it? like abuse, right? I think so. No, I will <laughs> I say this. I have a friend who that happened to. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they all fucked up? Do they rob banks? I actually don't talk to her very much. Oh, there you go. But she's like trying to do like a, like a... She's, I don't know what she's trying to do. Is she trying to do a podcast? No, she's trying to do like an Instagram where she's like an influencer. I don't know how it's going. I haven't checked up on her. Good. Is she, there are a few people that you and I went to school with that are trying to be influencers and uh, it's pretty clear that some followers were purchased instead of earned. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. There's like five of them. I'm not calling out one specific person. I know one, but Uh I don't know the others. Good. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that maybe after this. Yeah, we'll talk off air. (laughs) talk about them on on there right yeah you know tens of thousands of people listen to this show i'm sure they're gonna be one of them uh tens of millions honestly 
yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I want to get off of the supper and dinner thing, Love that. but it's, it's just gross. Stupid. I want to say it's gross. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, <laughs> I almost asked, where do you live? But I know that, and I don't think I want, now that you have an active stalker, I don't want. You don't want to release that what, info. What's your exact address? No. Yeah, no. What is this stalker thing about? What's been going on? Do you want to bring light to this uh, I will, situation? I, I think it's hysterical, but yet scary. Um, right. Like most of my life. Um, I found him on Bumble. You know, I gave Which is that supposed a, to be the safe one. It's supposed one. to be the good one. You know, the women start yeah. the combo. Right. That's not going well for me, as you can tell. Um, I started online dating at the beginning of the year um, under the influence of tequila and my housemates telling me I should do it. Good. Um, started on Hinge, and then this past like month and a half, I went on Bumble, and I found this guy. He was like really cute, has a dog, 6'3", mm-hmm. years old. I was like, ooh. This is the area I'm like looking. You're looking you for know? a 32-year-old? I'm looking for someone not younger than me and Disgusting. I'm Disgusting. <laughs> I'm looking for someone just like, you know, with a little bit more life experience and like, I don't know, maturity. Yeah. You know, I have like had, an assistant manager at Best Buy. <laughs> I haven't had the best luck with men. And so I found this guy and I was like, "Oh my god, he has a dog. He's 32. Like, we lo- owns an own, his own business." I was like, mm. "Chronic back pain developing." Yummy. Yeah. Good. So um, I went over to his place on a Monday night, really sexy, after work. So I knew it was going to be a booty call hookup, um, which I was like, I'm open to experiencing this because I don't do this. I uh-huh. don't like rant, do the casual thing. You know, right. my feelings get um, in there too often. That uh-huh. makes sense. Um, and so, you know, I went over, you know, we we chatted. We, you know, we did some, you know, weed Oh, okay. Yeah, we did the weed. Cool, good. And then, you know, uh, things progressed, and we wa- we went into the bedroom, and that happened. And then, after, you know, so we had a hookup. And then a couple days later, again, because, you know, I'm a woman. I have needs. And, um, you know, this time was a little different. We, we did the deed, and then we came back out, and um, <clears throat> we were smoking again, and um, he pulled out a guitar, uh oh, <laughs> spaghetti! And so he pulled out the guitar, and I was like sitting there, and I'm like high, and I'm I'm sitting there, I'm like, mm, this is gonna be a bit, right? Uh-huh. It's gonna be a bit. No, it's not. Gets he's his, 32. He gets his phone out, right? He gets his phone out, gets chords for songs, mm. and so he's like looking at how to play the guitar. And he goes, so I don't know how to play it really well, and I go, that's fine. Like I don't know how to play. Oh like, it's my fine. god! I was like open to it, you know. And he starts playing, and then he starts to sing. He's not good. And so I thought, oh, it's a bit, because he's, like, not good. And then he just continued it for, like, 30 minutes. And so I, like, zone out, and then, like, he stops, and I, like, start clapping, and I go, oh, my God, that's so good. So good. Like, just because, like, I don't, you know. And he goes, oh, my God, thanks. Like, I'm going to keep playing. I was like, fuck. Um, He did play Wonderwall. I know that's everyone's question. (laughs) So it wasn't the first song. Good. He played. He played many other songs, but uh-huh. Wonderwall was within the twenty. How did he sound, like vocally? Was it like, oh. like you say he wasn't good? Was it like just off key or what? It wasn't good in the way that I thought he was joking. Oh, okay. Like, do you know what I mean? He was like, um, yeah. oh, so like, he was like was yodeling. Like, I mean, like I probably like exaggerated because it's me, but like. I was like, oh, this is this is funny. He's trying like Aww. to be funny. And then it kept going. And so after that, I was like, no. Um, his dog ate the condom. 
Oh my god. And it wasn't the first time. Was I, know, it, I, th- I think I think Charlie ate the condom. He goes, oh, he's done that before. Was it the used condom? The used condom from the night before. So he threw now, it on the ground, and the dog ate it. Uh, so so now his seed is festering in the dog's belly? And it's belly? not the first time. He was like, it's happened before. And I go, he trains dogs. His job is, his business is training dogs. And his <laughs> Want to shout it out? What's the business called? I used condom multiple times. What's I was the- like, that's disgusting. So I had the ick pretty much immediately. And I was like, no more with this man. Shout out his business. What's the name? I don't know. I'm what's not going to What's I'm the not gonna LLC? Share his name. It's fine. I already reported him to Bumble. Yay. Um, so, so that was the two times we were together, right? Good. He has texted me every single day since. And finally, the other day, he sent a text and he was like, hey, I'm getting the vibe that like, you're not into this. Like, I just want to, like, I respect that. Just like, let me know because I keep reaching out. I go, oh my God, so mature. So mature, right? Um, so I respond, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm a terrible texter. I had a lot on my mind, which is true. Like, I had a bladder infection. Like, I was taking it easy, you know? <laughs> right. And then I was like, I'm not interested in... I'm not interested in um, pursuing anything. And then he sent me four text messages, like big texts saying like what it... All like, good things probably. Asking like, what did I do wrong? Like, I just want to apologize in person. Like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, you were really great and fun. I go, yeah, I know. And he was just like, what did I do wrong? I want to see you in person to apologize in person. The last time I saw you, I understand that I did this and that was probably disrespectful and I apologize. I own that. And I was like... Dude, you didn't do anything wrong. I mean, besides, like, be yourself. Um, and and so I was like, no, like, you're a gentleman. Like, I'm just, like, you know, dating is new to me, and I have a lot going on. He goes, yeah, like, same. Um, like, I would love to get a drink with you tonight. Like, what? come over. What? And he's like, you have, you're good company. You're fun. You're hilarious. And I was like, thank you. Like, he really it. wanted you to be right? in front of him again. And so I didn't respond. Because I was like, I've already told you no like twice. And he kept responding. And he just kept texting me like, um, like upside down smiley faces. And like, like, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to grab a drink? Are you open to grabbing a drink? After I've already said no multiple times, keeps texting me emojis. And then he goes, all right, got it. After I don't respond. Because I'm like, yeah, dude, no, I already said no. And then I was like, cool. He's making me like the bad guy. I was like, whatever. And then he... And then he texted me like hours later and was like, you okay? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And so I don't respond, right? And everyone, Haley was like, you need a block on this is getting creepy. And I'm like, this is kind of funny, but like kind of creepy. But then I was at her place last night. I get another text and he was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, shoot or shoot. In on Hell you. yeah. Okay. Blocked him. Okay. Blocked him. Went on Bumble. Reported him. Blocked him. I was like, I am so scared. I'm so happy he never came to my house. So, um, the one time I try something casual and that's how it goes. So. Right. And this guy's name, Brian Laundry. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh. So that's my stalker. Hmm. <laughs> really fun. He sounds like an awesome dude. Really great. He seems like, uh, maybe we can have him train one of the dogs here. I think that would be good. He could train, train them, them to swallow the jizz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. One of those dogs is going to... So disgusting. One of these days, his dog is going to squirt out a little, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a a half human, half baby, or a half dog beast. And maybe he'll be able to love that. Yeah. I have a thing where I gag about, like, um, men's specimens. Uh I gag. Oh, good. 
Good. I doubt he'll ever hear this because I don't. I highly doubt that he'll. Because the only way he could ever hear this now that you have him blocked and he can't see any of your stuff is if he was to search like if if he thought maybe she's done a podcast and if he searched yeah. Apple Podcasts or Spotify, um, I don't think he'd be able to spell your last name. So I, don't I think, think we're he knows good. It. Correct. So I have the thing is I have found him on social media with the help of my amazing friends who uh-huh. are detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Or stalkers, yeah. We're, you <laughs> Take, know, half and half. Takes one to beat one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do not think I gave enough information for him to find me. I hope. Yeah. I think you'll be fine. And if you're he not... He knows where I work, though, and I'm a little scared. He, like, lives down the street from where I work, and I'm, I am a little scared that he's going to come in. Well, if he ever does, just text me, and I'll go down there, and I'll... Uh, bash his brain in with a baseball bat before he, he even it. does anything. Appreciate that. Thank yep. you. Thank Preemptive. You. Darian also threatened. He was like, he messaged me on Instagram. Oh, yeah. and he's like, I'll fucking kill him. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Darian's a professional wrestler. I know. Now. He'll kick his ass. <laughs> He'll come off the top <laughs> rope and kill him. Shout out, Darian. Love uh, you. Uh, good boy, uh, Bankston. <laughs> everybody, everybody watched Darian's matches on AEW Dark. Yes. Anyway, oh uh, Maggie, let's get into this, okay? okay. <laughs> Do you know now as a humongous fan of the show? Yeah, uh, you you know the format here, so absolutely. What were what? <laughs> step into a time machine with me, if you will. I'm there. Um, um, what were you like as a child? <laughs> I was, what? I was a piece of shit. Of course. <laughs> You're like that's on point. I've so met, you yeah. give me, you tell me that I'm like the little sister you never wanted. Correct. <laughs> I so, you were just going to leave the little sister. In case you guys didn't know, Chance calls me the little sister he never wanted. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the kind of energy I gave off as a kid. Good. Good. <laughs> None of my siblings asked for me, and yet mm-hmm. I appeared. Good. Okay. I was a terrible child. So like in elementary school, were you like the bad kid in class? Oh, no, no, no. Actually, okay. well, no. Okay. I did give the teachers a lot of trouble. Yeah. I question a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I question, I'm like, why can't you help me? Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't like that. Uh, I got in like a screaming match with one of my teachers because she wouldn't help me during the map. You took the map test. I I, I won the map test. Yeah, the Missouri, like Missouri map test. Okay, that's right. Missouri you, like, assessment program. You take program. like the like the pre map test, like the practice uh-huh. one, right? Um, you're not supposed to ask questions to your teacher, but I was like, whatever. Like, I need help, and this is the practice, so I think I can ask for it. And I like raised my hand. She's like, yeah, Miss Kamey. She ended up being Ugh. great, but like. Um, she's not watching this. It's fine. Or hearing this. It's fine. Um, right. and I was terrible. Like I screamed at her. I go, you never help anybody. Like you suck. And she grabbed me by the wrist and <sighs> she looked at me and she goes, you need to calm down. And I was like, Aah! and then she told my mom and I was really pissed. Wow. So I was a terrible kid. A little bit. Um, I would beat my siblings up. I was really mean. I was really manipulative to Jeez. get them to do what I wanted. Jesus. I was like the youngest. I yeah. was like, you had to. I had to. You were like Megan from Drake and Josh. I wasn't as, ooh, I wasn't as like clever, mischievous. Oh, I can't say that word. Mischievous. 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 Yeah, I wasn't like that, but I was, my nickname was The Beast. You're kidding. No, I'm, I, I'm actually not kidding. <laughs> the Beast. The Beast. I was like, I was a terrible kid. Yeah. Did you just have a lot of energy and you didn't really know what to do with it? So it manifested in I'm a brat yeah. and I'm going to ruin everyone's day. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot that's that's the case for a lot of kids. Is It's like they're not because you didn't grow up to become a terrible human being. Just like slightly. 
Yeah, right. Well, you really hurt that guy's feelings, and I do feel well, for him. Like, he was a gentleman, and you even said it. Man's ego. In your words, okay. And now you're calling him. Now it's name calling, and you know what, Maggie? I'd like you to leave. This okay. interview is actually yeah. over. I'm a powerful woman. And we're back. Okay, so <laughs> we talked it out out in the parking lot, and we figured it all out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's just like. I feel like a lot of kids get labeled as like bad kids at school or like by teachers mm. and what they really are are just a little hyperactive and they have not been given an opportunity or an outlet for all of that loose energy that they kind of have. So it manifests in chaos and for the youngest sibling especially that type of that's it's the brand of chaos that is mostly um, look at me. I need attention right fucking now. Do you understand me? I'm the little one. Oh yeah, that was me. I mm-hmm. always wanted the attention. Good. I wanted to always be naked. That's the <laughs> okay. part of it. Like I would like, I would go around and I'd ask my mom. I was like, "Mom, can I dance on the trunk, like to entertain?" And she's like, "Of course, yes." And I yeah. was like, "Thank you. Can I dance on the trunk naked?" And she goes, "No." And um, so I always wanted attention. I would like go around in my diaper. Yeah. Um, my parents always knew I would go into entertainment. They just are really happy I turned out to be an actor. Right. Instead yeah. of like a what, stripper, porn star. Right. I was. Yeah. I what I was going to guess was that you like whenever in kindergarten when they're like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Some people put like doctor. Some people put cowboy. You put uh, groupie for Motley Crue. Absolutely. That or like ice skater. <laughs> when I was like young, uh-huh. I was like, I can be an ice skater. Good. Good. You, know? you want to be Tanya Hart. You wanted to be kind yeah. of like a wild ice skater. But everyone hates until a movie about them comes out and right. kind you, of shows you. Did you watch that movie? I did. I liked it. I loved it. I thought I it was great. Theaters. Could you imagine being, what's her name, Nancy Kerrigan and watching this movie that's like sort of a redemption arc for this woman whose family hired a redneck assassin to try to ruin her life? I... <sighs> Yeah, like it probably wasn't a good time for her. No. But- <laughs> She's like, but- <laughs> no, this bitch. Like, why listen, is she going to happy boxing the listen, lady? Listen, I empathize with her, and I think the country empathized with her up until that movie. And then, you know, I think it was Tanya Harding's time to be like, it wasn't all my fault. Right, yeah. And I liked that. I was like, yeah, like this, this girl, this woman has been a villain this entire time, but like that's not the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that movie. I came out also, of it on her side of it. I say, <laughs> like, and the thing is, like, being on her side doesn't mean, like, you're not on, what's her name? Nancy Kerrigan, Nancy I think. Kerrigan. Do you like how I know Tanya Harding's name and I don't know the, the victim? Right. Um, But, yeah, she had her time. She had her sympathy time. Yeah. And I think it's it was time for us to have the light on Tanya Harding and yeah. be like, holy shit, we were kind of mean. Wow. Maggie is Tanya Harding. Wow. Thank you so much. I'm a talented ice skater. That's right. So you grew up in St. Louis. I did. Uh, Go ahead and just break the fucking mic stand. Yeah, that's what I do best. uh, What, what like, part, because St. Louis is almost like a small country, it seems. (laughs) Like, in terms of the neighborhoods and the different sects of it being very different. Similar to L.A., but, like, a lot smaller. Yes. What part of it did you, like, grow up? What was your St. Louis experience like as a kid? Um, I grew up, I was, I grew up mostly in, like, Manchester, Baldwin area. Um, but I then moved to Maryland Heights. But I went to school in Ladue because okay. my parents worked there. So I feel like I experienced a lot of the town city gotcha i know almost nothing about it other than like downtown st louis and wentzville because that's where my uncle lives 
Yeah. Is um, Wentzville cool? I don't know. Like, I know oh. the name, but I, I, I've i been there. I don't know. That's disappointing. I know, I know. I know, like, Clayton, and I know, like, Parkways. There's so Parkway, many Parkways. Northwest, East, and South. South, North. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the area I live in is, like, Parkway North and, like, Park... Pattonville, I think that's what it's called. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was the full name of your high school? <laughs> uh, Ledoux Horton Watkins High School. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> what? Was that three different people or is that Ledoux. one person? Ledoux, was Actually, Ledoux I, I Horton have... Watkins a person? Horton. I think Horton Walk. I don't know. Really? I actually have no Your clue. parents work for the district and you graduated from this school and they never told you like in class? Like this is named after the town uh, I uh, think chaplain. Horton. Horton for sure. Because because my sophomore year we did um, Sue's School the Musical. Uh-huh. And Horton Hears a Who is in it. Mm-hmm. And so like we did like a bit with like Horton. So I know somebody's... One of the names of the dude was Horton. So I think it was Horton Watkins. Okay. What a terrible name. Yeah, bad name. Horton Watkins. Horton Watkins. Sounds bad. Sounds like yeah. a bad guy. Sounds like a guy that would go on a bad bumble date. Well, at least he doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't stalk the person. Right, or uh, jizz inside of dogs. Uh, what else do we got going <laughs> here? <laughs> so, like, elementary school was kind of weird for you, kind of bad. Were, did you, at this point, socially, were you, like, playing any sports or doing any yes. activities what, so what type speaking of speaking of hyperactive children of i was in sports i was in soccer from like first grade to sophomore year of high school um but i was um on a team with my church at the time up until high school i was on a team with my church catholic yeah unfortunately all right father <laughs> son holy spirit ah uh, freaking men mm-hmm. okay so you play so that was so it was like a church league <laughs> It's so cool. So, okay. So, the the church team, all of the girls, when I say all, every single girl I was on a team with, they all went to private school together. And I was the only public school person oh, on it. Oh, God. Until middle school where, like, our two teams merged and there was, like, other public school kids. But, so, all these girls went to school together. They all knew each other. They were all friends. And I was like, what's up, guys? I, went, I go to public school. Yeah. I'm, yeah. What's up? Uh-huh. Um. It was a fun time. Wow. Okay. And so did that carry into, did you keep playing in middle school? Yeah. What so, position? Um, I've played every uh, single position, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. What was uh, your favorite? Midfield. Okay. To this day, I would prefer midfield over anything. Nice. I like to run. Okay. I started as a defense though. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I had no fear whatsoever. <sighs> and so I was like, yay high. I was like tiny. And I mean, I was like, this thin yeah you know everyone can see that Uh visualize and i was like my dad was like you hold nothing back you like take girls down like twice as your size and i was like cool love being a defender and then they put me in goalie once and that was the worst mistake they've ever made (laughs) Um, i'm like afraid of the ball interesting Uh, but midfield in in college no in high school i played uh forward okay but midfield is my fave Nice. I yeah. I know very little about the beautiful game that is soccer, but mm. uh, you know it's it's whatever. Watch Ted Lasso. I've watched like the first five episodes. That's it. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's fine. Uh, it's it, it's it's. Uh, you need to keep watching it. It's I just know. like decent people. I think it's exactly, and I, I think it's really funny, and I think it, but it's just so. I don't know. He, 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 he yeah. I I want something bad to happen to him. You know what I mean? Like I want some. <laughs> I was waiting for that too, and then yeah. once I realized, I was like, "Oh, it's just like 
lovely people like yeah. experiencing life and i was like cool i'm down for that i laughed out loud to the point of tears at a, there's this one line that is a perfect just tv comedy moment and it's when the owner of the team the lady calls him oh, in yeah. and she's like uh, talking about the newspaper she's like so i spoke to the owner of the sun and he goes you spoke to god <laughs> Like, completely serious. It's it was so like, funny. It's good moments like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like... <sighs> Are you able to celebrate like celebrate and enjoy the show knowing that Jason Sudeikis is from Kansas City? Really? Did you not know that Jason Sudeikis is from Kansas City? I think maybe I did at one point. Let's move like on. Nothing that I keep track of. No, we'll move on. Okay. I was trying to stir up some St. Louis, Kansas City beef. Which I, I mean, know. you know, most of my friends from college are from KC, so like I can't hate it too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it like the Missouri part or the Kansas part? Oh, always the Missouri part. The Kansas part should be condemned. Everyone, okay, this is the thing. Everyone from Kansas City thinks it's way better than St. Louis, and like they're wrong. They're okay. wrong. Okay. And is so that's it, as simple as it can get. Is it because they name their businesses the same names as everywhere else in the country and don't decide to like have a few things named a weird different thing? What are you talking about? Like Breadco. Panera, Halloween, trick or treat, not not in this area. You have to tell me a joke and I have a cup in my hand. Did you not have to tell jokes as a kid? No. Are you kidding me? That I is, did in St. Louis, yeah. Yeah, that is 100% a St. Louis thing. Nowhere else in the world does that. I just found that out recently. Really? Yes. <laughs> I think within like the last couple years, I discovered that not everyone had to tell a joke to yeah. get candy. And I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you don't know this, in, the, in St. Louis County, Missouri... <laughs> On Halloween, children don't just knock on the door and say "trick or treat" and are given the treats. That the adults, show up with the something. exactly the adults stand there like Lorne Michaels doing an audition, <laughs> and they go, "Tell me a fucking joke," and the kids have to go, "Oh, why does the chicken cross the road? Why? Well, to get to the other side. Here's your Reese's." It's that family. It's the uh, what are the family that had their guns out during that protest standing yeah, on yeah, the front yeah. lawn. Yeah, yeah, they were like in the like, Lillardew area. Oh, good. Represent. Yeah, yeah they're Woo-hoo. the ones. They come to the door. <laughs> wow. It's fine. I think they got in, they got in trouble for that. I think one of them is running for Senate. We love we love it. Yeah, I don't God. vote for him. Don't. Uh, so middle school. Let's move on to middle school. This is an awkward time for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at me like I just said a slur. Who likes to talk about middle school? <laughs> well, this will be good. I, it, you were just walking through like the general goalposts of your life. And so I use school as the roadmap. That for makes that. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like your middle school years, not, not specifically just in the school building, but like talking about what type of kid did you change from yeah. being a terror and, and things like that? For so sure. like what, what was like middle school ages, you know, like for you, you know, right around puberty and so shit. So the reason middle school was not great for me was because fifth grade, I was supposed to end my elementary school years at my school, Spady. Uh-huh. Um, and then for fifth grade, my mom decided to um, ruin my life and switch me schools. Oh, no. To her school. So oh, no. In fifth grade, I changed schools for one year with all new people, and everyone did not like me. Of course not. So it sucked. And so going into middle school, I was like, cool, all my friends from Spady will be like, Maggie, what up? And nothing will be different. Uh, that was not the case. Everyone got, like, cool. And um, I did not. And so middle school was, um, 
like not great because I wanted desperately to be like everybody else. Like that's like when Abercrombie was like becoming oh, yeah. a thing in Hollister. And so like I went to a fairly like wealthy school district. And so families and like the girls I would hang out with could afford that stuff. And I couldn't. Yeah. And so I got like hand-me-downs. And so I just didn't feel cool. It's yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That is a rough time. I, I went through a similar thing where – Going into middle school, I didn't give a shit about clothes. In fact, I actively mm-hmm. avoided giving a shit about clothes. And then everyone started wearing... All the dudes in my class started wearing American Eagle jeans. Yeah. It was the jeans and like a Hollister hoodie or like an American Eagle... American Eagle was like the, the talk of the town yeah. with, the, with the boys. And so... With the boys. Exactly. So I was like, oh, I'd like those jeans. And then my parents were like... Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, these jeans, like one pair of these jeans is four pairs of Walmart jeans. So yeah. where is this math coming from, Nichols? And I was like, I don't know. And so <laughs> then I remember like kind of letting it go. Mm-hmm. But then the turning point for me came when a teacher who was a complete fucking dweeb, that it. even the kids, the children, the nerdy children realized, I don't ever want to grow up to be that man. He's just what like did he this. Teach? Uh, <laughs> it's a very specific subject that there's only one teacher for in a school building, and I'm not sure if I want to shout him out. Anyway. Uh, he was the drama teacher. Oh! <laughs> oh, that's so unfortunate. I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to say his name. Anyway, just like a dork, just a fucking grown-ass dork. He, um, there was something that happened in class one time where the kids like other kids were debating like clothes and like brands and like like Nike and like wearing like Nike's instead of Skechers or whatever the fuck and he goes on this little tangent like adult tangent about what is it Matt what what do, what do the why is that little logo have to do with anything it's just, they're just clothes that little logo shouldn't shouldn't make you want to pay 60 extra dollars for that t-shirt which is fair, but also a light bulb went off in my brain that said, oh, step one to not being that guy. Care about <laughs> the logo. Give shit about <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so I went home and demanded that we go to the mall. And uh, that's when that started for me. Do you still care about clothes as much? A little bit. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting there. In Chicago, I was less because it's like a kind of a dirty Midwestern sh- uh, shithole. L.A., kind of have to. Yeah. I like the yeah. I like that boys are wearing shorts above the knee. That is like a fun fashion trend that because you know when we were growing up, it was baggier shorts. Yeah, like a like baggy Even shorts. For girls like the Bermuda shorts. I remember mm-hmm. like that was a big like middle school thing. I was like, I want the Bermuda shorts. Yeah, but I couldn't afford the nice ones, so like I got them from like, like. I don't know, like the equivalent of like Ross, but like somewhere else. Oh, uh, like a TJ Maxx? Yeah, not even that though. I love, um, the thing is like, I fucking love TJ Maxx. Oh yeah. I it's get all kinds of clothes. I get all kinds of shit there. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah, they're great. I get my workout clothes there. Beautiful. Yeah. Is middle school where theater became a thing for you? Where where did performing uh, kick in for um, you? Middle school, kind of. Uh-huh. Um, performing since I was young, just like, because uh, my dad, but like middle school is when I started like actively doing shows. Um, and then I was like, we had one drama teacher who like shunned me from her shows. Cause I was like a sixth grader. and I was like, I don't want to be in this show. And I'm in character. And I was like, learn my lesson. Obviously at 11. Stick up for yourself. Yeah. Girly. yeah. I was like, fight for what you're worth. Well, I was also playing soccer. I was like, I, it, it, whatever. And so, um, <laughs> then she left and I was put back in shows and that was nice. But it like really started happening probably like eighth grade to like high school. 
is okay. when it started happening. Yeah. Well, do you remember like your first like the first show that you did that you went, oh hell yeah. Um. Well, in eighth grade, I was in Into the Woods. I know that one. And I was like with it, like in it with like all of my like really great friends, like Cassidy and like Jake. Mm-hmm. Like so, all of us were in it. It was a lot of fun. Um, but high school is when I was like, this is what I want to do, and so I took it very seriously. Nice. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about high school. You would would you say Ledoux has like a top notch theater program? I can't speak for it anymore. Uh huh. Because I have no clue who runs it anymore. But um, before I got there, my dad was the theater teacher. Yeah. Um, and he was bomb ass right. he was awesome did that have i've always wondered this so because he was the theater teacher and being like a the, like a theater person at home did that have any influence on you wanting to do theater or was yeah. it mostly i'm a hyper kid that wants to perform um like if your dad wasn't a theater teacher do you think you still would have gotten into it i would like to say yeah yeah but, i think so i mean my entire childhood was spent like before and after school. I was at my in my dad's classroom, mm. so I was like watching rehearsals every day. Okay, well that's cool. Yeah, and so yeah. like in the mornings, I would have to go into um, high school with my dad, and then wait there until the bus came to take me and my brother to our our elementary school. Cool. So I would be like hanging out with all the high schoolers, and then after school, I'd come back and watch them rehearse. And so I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And so I think, like, just being raised, like, that's, like, they, my parents, like, didn't mean for that. Like, we just, like, couldn't go home because right. it was too far. So I just had to be there. Hmm. Um, and I just, like, watched, like, the community that, like, the theater provided. And it was just, I just wanted to be, like, all of the high schoolers. I thought that yeah. was so cool. I had a similar moment. My little, like, aha moment for theater, at least, not just, like, I, you know, performing comedy and all that stuff came before this, but whenever the theater bug clicked for me was I saw um, Nick when I was in like, I would have been in like second grade, maybe, maybe third grade. I don't know what year they did it. Uh, it was in the early 2000s. Nixa did Peter Pan mm. and they did, they had a fly system so that Peter, the the girl playing Peter could actually fly around what the age? stage. What year High school. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah. middle school? Wow. Right. Yeah. No, I, I was a elementary schooler watching the high school. Okay. Do it. And I just remember seeing Peter Pan flying around and thinking, holy shit, these kids get to fly. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to fly too. <laughs> and then I actually, I had a fun full circle moment because my sophomore year I was in Wizard of Oz and I was the wizard. And at the end, we used that same fly system to fly me out in the hot air balloon. You would be the wizard. So I got to fly away. I thought you were going to say you were Glinda. I was like, Jesus, I love that for you. (laughs) I came down. Popular. That's that's a different show. Is it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm, I kind Mm. of left the theater behind because I'm not a fucking virgin. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically. I I got into sketch comedy instead of. Stun. Right. Uh. Enough about this. (laughs) Enough about my uh, (laughs) flying around in the Wizard of Oz and Wicked, which has reopened on Broadway, and with God bless them all. You you never saw Wicked? Haley actually is really happy about that because now she gets to witness it with me. Oh, beautiful! But I have not seen it. It took my Broadway virginity. It was the first Broadway show I saw. Mine was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You felt it was unfortunate. You felt that was something you wanted everyone to know. I was like thirteen. 
I was like 13 and my apparently my dad had taught the person who built the car I'm sure that like he flies yeah, in yeah. the show and so like we went to go see it. Uh-huh. Um and so that is literally the only part of the show I remember is like the car was flying. Yeah. And then I saw Beauty and the Beast. And it's unfortunate that the Beauty and the Beast was not the first show I saw on Broadway cuz like that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Um so we can pretend it is. Mm. What uh? <laughs> let's let's go back to Ledoux Horton Watkins yes. the fifth nine the fifth BD, BTQ plus uh, high school. Yeah. Uh, what? So uh, being a theater kid, was it cool at your school? Like to be, or did, were you kind of left alone? Um, because I don't think. The, the, the perception is like theater kids are nerds that get bullied from my experience and talking to other people it's either like a fun thing that other yeah. students kind of are into that don't do it or you're just completely ignored so apparently prior to like my time at high school the theater kids were like the cool people prior to my time <laughs> i wonder what changed <laughs> you and jake um, wallach couldn't make theater cool i mean you know, shout out we Jake. tried. We just shout out to Jake Wallach, one of my friends from life. Mm-hmm. Um, but we weren't like uncool. I don't know how to classify us, to be honest, because okay. like the one of the main cool girls in high school, uh, she was like always like the star in the in our shows. Mm-hmm. And so like she was cool. And so we weren't like nerds, but like I was, I would say I'm like a theater geek in high school, but I was like friends with like everyone else. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we weren't uncool. Okay. We were, we were cool in our own way. So that answer, that speaks volumes, yeah, 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 what yeah. you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite show that you did? In high school? Yeah. Uh, the Miracle Worker. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a... That's a tricky show for high schoolers, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was right? my senior show. We did that, and then Thoroughly Modern Million. Those were two. Those were my senior shows, and they were amazing. Were you the woman? In, uh, what's her name? In, in Miracle Worker. Yeah, it was Annie Sullivan. Wait, is that the teacher or the teacher? What Helen is Keller? Is Helen <laughs> Keller. Why couldn't I remember Helen fucking Keller's name? Yeah, okay. we had a freshman play Helen Keller, and people were pissed. <laughs> you had a. F- and she was the thing is like Wait. she did great. Like love her to death. Um, That's such a sensitive role to give to But she did not look the age that was supposed to be Helen Keller, but it worked out. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, that's fun. She was great. We did a... Nixa was like... You know, it's a great theater program. Still is. Uh, My brother's in it. That's why I know. How old's your brother? 16. I feel like he's been 16 forever. Is that weird? Yeah, a little bit. Because it's not (laughs) true. And I also have never met him. Right. But. Oh, yeah, you didn't see him when he was here. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Jack. But, um, yeah, Nix has always been good and also, like, pretty good about picking shows that are a little uh, tough for, like, high schools to do. Mm. Like, we did Sweeney Todd my freshman year, which was really? a whole thing. Yeah. it was. We did Sweeney Todd in college. Yeah, I went and saw it. That was on my visit to Missouri that State. Freshman. That was my freshman year. Yeah, yeah, I was a senior in high school, I think. Or would I have been a uh, junior? junior? I was a junior. Yeah. So well, no. Oh, that's right. It wasn't for my visit. I saw some terrible show instead for whenever oh, I came and visited. Oh, wait a minute. As when you were a junior, you saw. Wait. When, when I was a senior in high school, I came to see a show at Missouri State. So you would have been a sophomore. Oh, a sophomore. Was it a musical? Oh, it was a tent show. I forget what it was though, but it was so bad, and I just remember not I mean, liking it. But Doctor Willen Vink, whatever the fuck his name was, got me free tickets, so I went. Bill? Uh, what was his name Bill? Bob. 
Bob Willen. Yeah, he was Bob. the department head that I never actually got to be under because uh, uh, Dr. Hare took over whenever Love I was Dr. a freshman. Love Dr. An Hare. angel of a boy. Wonderful human. Uh, but no, Nixa, we did uh, The Boys Next Door my oh, senior year. My dad. Yeah loves that show i love that show it is so good i don't remember yeah. anything about I, I remember what it's about yeah yeah but i saw it when he um is it a it's not a one act, it's not a one act but it's no. um it's mostly is it mostly guys yeah yeah he did it he talks about that show all the time mm-hmm. yeah i did it uh senior year and it was that's actually one of the shows that like got me my scholarship to Missouri State mm. was because uh, the department head guy came and watched it okay and um yeah, I played Lucian. So I don't know the show very it, well. Yeah, it was just just a man with like some developmental like disabilities and things yeah. like that, and it was uh, pretty tough for a high schooler. But yeah. our director, Mr. Townsend, like he was very good about it, and he like uh, was it was it wasn't like treated as if it was just another show and that we need to just go do it. Like we would have these long discussions and watch it was more like of a process. Yeah, and we'd like read literature more of a, about like a caring aspect yeah it. yeah and that was the first time that i had ever like really like researched a role you yeah. know which was cool to be able to do that's good. yeah and so were you uh and you played soccer the entire time in high school or did you quit no so um i'm kind of bitter about it when i was a sophomore i stopped that was the last year of sports for me so i ran cross country for two years i ran cross country for three years played soccer for 10 and then um while I was doing soccer, I was also doing one X. And so I would occasionally have to like leave soccer practice a little mm-hmm. early to do a one act. They didn't like that. And my, teach- and my coaches um, would approach, approach me and they're like, you need to pick. Uh, oh, and my awful. parents were so pissed because the reason that all of us were pissed and still am to this day, my dad was the theater teacher and he was also the soccer coach. Oh, really? When he was a teacher at the school. And yeah. he, when he switched over, he was the um, activities director. So he was in charge of all sports, wow. all activities. And then my coaches were like, you can't do both. You need to pick. And I was like, well, theater is what I'm going to be doing. Um, and so I had to say bye to soccer when yeah. I was a sophomore. That is so... I actually had a really good conversation with one of my wrestling coaches when I was in high school because I was considering quitting... Because, you know, football, wrestling, theater, choir, all that. I did so much and wrestling was like really weighing hard on me because it's mm-hmm. like so difficult. Uh, like physically, it's the physically the hardest sport that they offer at high school. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, all right, kids, here's a 107 degree uh, hot room. Go fight each other for three hours. <laughs> like it's it's weird. But one of my wrestling coaches had this really like kind of lovely perspective on it because I was getting some like pressure from different teachers that are in, were in charge of those groups and stuff about like picking kind of like what mm-hmm. you said and he was just like he just started shaking his head and he's like are we not in this for the kids that's the thing are we are we not supposed to be just ha- letting you guys have this have best fun. of time as possible like, yeah high school is the time to like experience as many things as possible yep so you can kind of get a grasp on like what the fuck you want to do with your life yeah and as a 15 year old i was told to pick between Two of my loves, like being physically active or like acting. And I was like, oh, wait, seriously? Like I've been playing soccer for 10 years and you're telling me I need to pick. I was, I'm still upset to this day. Yeah. Because I, I loved soccer. Yeah. Ugh. Bullshit. 
Damn it! You could have been the next uh, Mia Ham. Mia Ham. Is that how is that how you say yeah. her last name? Mia I know. Ham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Megan Rapino. Sure, sure, sure. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Could be Maggie. And there, it, actually, one of the women soccer players is from Ladue. No shit. Yeah. Was she there when you were there? Uh, she was there when my sister was there. My oh. oldest sister. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. What's her name? Uh, Becky. Oh, Becky. Becky. Yay. I am That's... so sorry. I don't know her last name. Oh day. shit. Okay. Um, Becky soccer player. Oh, Becky. Such an S. She, uh, she, you know. It, Folks, know. we are brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace <laughs> is where you can make a website to post videos of all of your ex-wife's things that you're selling. Squarespace. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Haley's coming over with a photo. Sour bomb. Sour bomb. Becky so, oh, shower, oh, oh. Sh- sour bomb. Thank you, Haley. Thanks, Haley. I'm going to bring Haley on as like the fact checker for the show. Okay. It, it pays nothing. <laughs> just like, I just, I just want to be a, a part of it. Honestly, I'm just honored to be. Uh, you know, she's gonna just, ask, can I bring Eloise? Right, her little dog. Just sitting there, just rocking. Don't, we have a good track record with dogs on this show, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, girl from my high school just won a silver medal in the Olympics in the steeplechase. Um, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars if you can tell me what the steeplechase. I was is. just about to ask what no, the Google. steeplechase oh. is. Steeple, <laughs> steeplechase. So she's chasing something. She, is there running involved? Is there throwing involved? It's like hurdles with water. You to jump over hurdles in water? Yeah, it's That's, like there's like a like moats of water and hurdles, and it's like a race. Do you jump over them or do you swim over? You them? jump over them. It's like really understand. shallow pools. There. Okay. It's insane. How do you? I haven't watched it. Don't do get me wrong. Find, like, how do you know that there's like a, how do you find that sport? Right. That There's so many sports like that that I want to know. Like, I was happy to see skateboarding became like an uh, Olympic sport. Yeah, that's I was fun. like, that's about time. That but was like, like the most fun thing to watch. Yeah. yeah. Besides gymnastics. What I'm about a, I'm biased. baseball? Who, who sat down and wrote, all right, so if you hit the ball, well, there's a line you see, and if it goes on this side of the line, it, it it's a fair. But anything. if it's that, yeah, it's you can't. But at the same time, if you go over the line and catch it, it counts. It just anyway. I don't. Everything's wanna, made up. It is, and we You're take right. everything so seriously. I'm like, everything is made up. Hell yeah, girl. And I'm just like this. Go into it. No, keep going. Yeah. We, okay. Hold on. Actually, you're figuring this out, aren't you? MLB. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was just making sure I got yeah. those those in in order. They get so much money, and like, yeah, they do things that I cannot do. I will totally admit that. But it's a freaking game that was made up. Yeah. If I were to make up a game and go play it on the street with like people, people would be yelling at us, and they'd be <laughs> like, "What are you doing, stupid twenty year old kids?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm just trying to find my call. I don't know." Do you so, live in the first half of like a, like a teen novel? <laughs> it's like, sometimes, sometimes I live I in do. a misunderstood area. Yeah, I live in Footloose land. This Footloose town. What? What? You said, if me and my friends went outside to play a game, <laughs> these townspeople, the, t- the townspeople would come out from their little hovels and go, what's on, going on, on out there? Like, I go on a walk in my neighborhood and people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just walking. Right. Well, you put a shirt on, and maybe they would. Sometimes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Well, I like carry my coffee or like my wine, and I'm right. Like, I'm making a joint. Right. <laughs> to be clear, that wasn't me making like I don't wear a sports bra. I was making a joke that you walk naked. Yeah. Because you're naked. Because I the trunk love comment. to be naked. True. You're naked right now. 
Absolutely. Why it, wouldn't I be? Right. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, that, that, every guest is naked on this show, actually. Yeah. Nobody, nobody talks about it that. It adds to the vulnerability that we have to bring to the show. Right. We, that's something that actually I've never articulated out loud. Yeah, I require every guest to be naked. We are naked right now. Yep. So if you want to be a guest on the show. Just show up naked. Yep. Start doing some push-ups, I guess. Uh, I've known these people for years, so it's we really... I lived with Chance, so... You did. We well, did. How have we get, not talked about we're, that? We're getting to college right now. Oh, my God. We're pulling the train away from high school. I graduated high school. Yeah. It was great. Your college audition process for Missouri State, did you get into other schools, and what was what was that whole thing like? Um, real, real quick, because okay, this part's disgusting. Um, my audition process for Missouri State was actually a lot different than a lot of people. So I auditioned. I think I applied to five schools, not a lot, and um, I did not get into all of them. Um, Syracuse—that was hard for me to say. Syracuse and Michigan did not get accepted. Uh, broke my heart. Very sad. Um, I auditioned at Webster. I got into the university and not into the conservatory. So, hell yeah. And then I got into Missouri State and Columbia College of Uni- Columbia College of Chicago. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Jesus. Which I wanted to go to because my brother went there. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my hip just popped. Did you? Huh. Hmm. Um, and so I had to make a decision. And because Kurt Heinlein was like, you need to make your decision. We have people on the wait list and then we need to know. And I was like, eh, I'll go to Missouri State. Um, but my audition process was not the same as everybody else's. So I met Kurt Heinlein, uh, my mentor, as I like to say. Doctor. Dr. Kurt Heinlein. <laughs> um, I met him going into my senior year of high school. I went to uh, Missouri Fine Arts Academy at Missouri State, and he happened to be my acting teacher. Um, and so I spent like three weeks with him in an acting class. And he was like, you should come to Missouri State. And I was like, nah, I don't want to go in Missouri. Like, I hate Missouri. Why would I want to go to school in Springfield? Um, and so when I went to – we kept in contact all senior year. Um, and when I went to the um, International Thespian Conference at Missouri State senior year, I auditioned for the scholarship because they give four scholarships out to four seniors. Yeah, I was there. I was at that conference. Oh, really? Sophomore in high school, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, Chance. Yeah. Um, and so I was in um, Craig, Craig Hall, mm-hmm. and I was, like, up up on, like, the 203, whatever, like, right up there, and all the universities were there, and I went in and did, like, my, I think it was, like, one or two monologues, because I didn't sing, so I, I think I probably did two contrasting monologues. Yeah. And Kurt was in there, and so uh, they posted, like, the callback list for like the universities to come talk to them. And I went back and I was talking to Kurt and he was like, um, this can count as your audition for the university. And I was like, awesome. That's really nifty. And he goes, yeah. and I can, and he offered me a scholarship right there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he told me I was, <laughs> I was already in and <laughs> I had a scholarship if I wanted it. Yeah. All um, right. and me being, an idiot 17 or probably 18 at the time I had no idea like that he was legitimately offering me a scholarship to go to Missouri State and I was like I don't want to go to Missouri State and then I ended up going to Missouri State but like everyone else had to like go and like audition and And do like viewpointing and like doing everything and I was like I'm audition in front of like a few schools and then i just got this i was really lucky that's wonderful that's like darian another darian thing uh he did his audition in a kitchen 
at that at, at a hotel uh, where the conf- where the thespian conference was happening because yeah. something got fucked up with the schedule where they didn't have the room. So Kurt was like, uh, "Come with me," and he just went with Darian into like the back corner of a kitchen that he had no permission to be in. It's just like a hotel kitchen. Yeah, he was like, "Just do your monologue. Just the two of us sitting here, like you're, like you're telling it to me." <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Good guy, that I love Kurt. Kurt. Me too. I, Kurt is one of my favorite humans. I yeah. haven't talked to him in forever, but I, I really do need to. Message yeah, him. he's he on sabbatical a... right now. Really? Yeah, because because I'm going back to I don't I have no idea. Uh, I think he just wants to hang out at home. Uh, I, I'm going back to Springfield tomorrow. Actually, really? Um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go to Missouri State. Like I I've been uh, emailing with some of the professors. I'm gonna go like just hang out and talk to like teachers and stuff i'm not going to talk to the kids i don't think but i hope kurt comes by oh my god like, will, you tell him, will you tell like so, tell him eyes i hi i will i'll tell bob westenberg i'll tell bob westenberg that you say Dude, hello I had no idea he was on sabbatical yeah i need to reach out kind of fun uh so you get to missouri state i'm at missouri state and you uh how was your experience like how because i know a lot of people you know, a lot of people who have done this show are Missouri State alums, and mm-hmm. some people have great experiences. Some people have terrible experiences. What What was your whole thing? I loved it. Me too. I, Good. Thank God. Yeah. No, like, seriously, <laughs> I I went into school knowing I would not be the best, knowing that I would have to work, because I was, besides Miracle Worker in high school and, like, kind of throwing my like that was, like, the only, like, lead roles I really had. And so everyone always beat me for something else. And so I was like, I will have to work. Um, So I went into college knowing that I would not be the best and that I was just there to learn. And it was the best way to go in. Um, And I also knew I didn't want to only hang out with theater people. So I joined a sorority. God bless. Yes. Um, AKO, right? AKO. Shout out. Um, I love theater people, but like. You know the people we went to school with? I did not want to hang out with them 24-7. Same. Uh, many of them I wanted to execute in uh, in front of the bear statue on the, on the quad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The people I want to stay in contact, I stay in contact with. The people I don't, I don't. This and is your notice that if you haven't heard from Maggie in a few years, to fuck off. No, the thing is, if I follow you on Instagram, you know that I like you. Good. A lot Who listens of, to this? A lot of people like, are pulling the... <laughs> I'm going to post this in the forum. I'm posting this in the forum on Facebook to be like, hey, here's a alum, uh, Maggie Deal Seater. No. I spent four years dealing with people's bullshit. Uh-huh. And I was like, I realized the older I get, the more I realize I don't want to... I want to deal with people's bullshit if I don't give a shit about them. That right. sounds so mean. But like, I spent too much time giving a shit about people who didn't give a shit about me. Correct. And... I realize that now, and I'm like, you know what? These people don't need to be in my life. They were in my life for the four years, and that's fantastic. They do not need to be a part of my life every day yeah. anymore. Um, but I had a great experience. I feel like I worked my ass off in college. I made the friends that I wanted to make. Um, I joined the sorority. I did that aspect. I met amazing people who were not theater people broaden my horizons um i had a great time yeah it looked looked like you were having a great time i am so thankful like and a lot of people tend to um bash i would say the faculty occasionally and i really i could never get on that bandwagon because they were only great they were only really great for me right like if i asked for help they like gave it like there was nothing 
that they like I had a great experience same I walked out with mentors I walked out with friends I walked out with knowledge I walked out with confidence because I think you went into it with a good attitude which I went into it with a good attitude of I want to come here and I want to learn and I want to try and I want to fail and I want to study and I want to work some people go into college with an attitude of I want to smoke weed in a basement and if someone yells at me for being late for the seventh time to this class I'm going to scream and drop out and they expected things I (laughs) went to school with people who expected to be great and you know some of them got the roles even though you know whatever like I'm not better anymore whatever but like I I do feel like I went in with a great attitude like I'm not going to be the best I'm here to learn I'm going to fight for the things I want I'm going to fail and that's going to be what helps me in the end yeah because the idea of higher education is they're expecting you to elevate yourself as a in the path that you have chosen and are entrusting them Mm -hmm. to be the people to help elevate you. If you go into it thinking, no, I know everything. This is just a formality for me to party. Mm -hmm. You people fucking suck because you didn't make me, you know, whoever the hell. And and meh, 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 meh. have a lot of entitled people. Right, yeah. And I just don't have the time. Same. Yeah. Um, Which is why I didn't want to hang out with them 24-7. Right. Name names. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) The the people I am still in contact with. She's got a whiteboard behind her and she's writing a long list of, wow. I keep notes. There were things that like people I'm friends with still today. Uh There are things that they said to me about other people like, yeah, they're going to get this role. Like all this bullshit. And I was like, I'll keep tabs of this. And yeah. And you're not on my team. But like, this sounds like all like whatever, like bitter. But all of these bad stories are about Carly Hayes, right? (laughs) Always. Always, Carly. Hi, Carly. Oh, I miss you, Carly. I doubt she listens to this. Yeah, whatever. I haven't actually talked to Carly in forever, but I do follow her on Instagram. There you go. It's perfect. (laughs) Using her as an example. Hope you're doing well. Anyway. I've lived with a lot of Missouri State people, though. I lived with Annie. Yeah. I lived with Ben. Um, When I first moved out here, I lived with Ben. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I've pretty much exclusively lived with Missouri State people. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Because that's the thing People is, you know. yeah, it, it, it builds like that was one of the best parts of the experience was I now have this built in community of yeah. freaks that I can call upon. You Most know? of my friends out here are from Missouri State just by accident. Right. Like um, my ex used to say we were a cult because mm-hmm. there were so many of us. Right. So. Well, I could say a lot of mean, nasty things about, about my your ex, ex yeah. too. I think anyone, I think everyone could. Yeah. Um, I doubt he'd be able to hear me from down there, but you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see what else. I keep saying anyway. Hmm. Oh, anyway. Interesting. It's like a tick almost. In it, we met. Uh, you directed me in a scene from The Crucible. That was like one of I, our big first like uh, interactions with each well, other. Well, our first interaction was at the meet and greet meet and greet mm-hmm. and i tell everyone about this story adorable i know go ahead okay so um i was a junior right um and we were at a meet and greet for all the newbies and i knew your name was chance like i heard it somehow and i went up to you there's a lot of buzz about me yeah of course well the thing is okay once i get a friend crush on somebody like once i like look at someone I'm like i want to be their friend i have to become their friend i saw that about you Aw, thanks. Okay, a little bit. And so I saw Chance, and I went up to him, and I go, "Your name's Chance," and he goes, "Yeah, certainly is." <laughs> and I go, "I had a dog named Chance," and you're like, "That's cool." And I was like, "I'm Maggie," and you're like, "Well, I had a dog named Maggie," and I was yep. like, 
awesome. And we've been friends ever since. Yep. Dog <laughs> names. And then my dog died that year. Oh. <laughs> No, I posted about something and you commented, you're like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, you know, like cha- you said something really sweet. But yeah, and then he died that year. So Jesus so Christ. as one chance was coming in, the other was coming out of my life. That's right. Um, Almost a second, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you will. But then I did, was it, it had to have been my junior year when I directed you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was a freshman. And then you Claudia. got broken up with. What? I'm so sorry. Do you not remember that? What, did that breakup happen during Because I brought you donuts. Oh my God, that was why the... Do- oh yeah, that was. Oh yeah. boy. You were like, I just got dumped. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, lots to say about that one. Uh, <laughs> but it was a good scene. It, it was a fun scene. It was scene. you, Claudia, and Mackenzie Coleman. Yeah, Who was. now has a child. Yeah, no shit, really? So cute. Yeah, oh my God, I think he's like two or three. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. She's the... Oh, he's the cutest little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mackenzie Coleman, if you hear this, like, <laughs> love you. Yeah. Hope she's a better mother than an actor. Hey. <gasps> Get the fuck out <laughs> of here. I'm kid- I truly don't even remember. I'm, she was great. Oh, she was uh, awesome. Yeah. So then you, what, so what was the, sh- like the uh, LA showcase portion of like the college experience for you? Because it, it, it's, you know, towards the end of it, you've done all this training, all this work, and yeah. it seems to be leading up to this one Big like thing. big event, the yeah. big show at the end of it. And I know a lot of students that if they're listening to this or whatever, they're probably curious like, oh, what's like a real like showcase like? Okay. Um, like the class and everything. Yeah. Just like the process of stuff. Just like from your like the, they know like the stuff that you can read like on the syllabus. But yeah. like for you, was it stressful? Was it fun? Did, did you know? Um, Both. I think I was just more excited. Um, I think because now they like write their own scenes and I think that's fantastic. Which I was the one who fucking started that. You started that, that Chance. <laughs> and like, honestly, it makes the best out of the showcases because it, people write for themselves and that's, that's fantastic. We were not as lucky. And so the thing is, I got lucky with my scene. Um, my scene was given to me by a friend and I got really lucky with my scene partner, uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we we read the scene together and we're like, we this is this is us. And um, so we got put together. So we were really nervous because we were nervous that we wouldn't get put together and wouldn't have that scene. Um, but my experience during that class, like, I mean, I showed up on time every time. That's a really big deal. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, just show up. Like, it's not that hard. Did you fund fundraise well? is still confusing to me to be honest same i don't know where that money is it seems that the school kind of covers everything right but then like we fundraise and what does that money go to right and so i was just confused i think it was like booking like like workshops and shit like that because it really isn't that much money that we raise so i think because it's not covering the travel or anything like that like that's all on us separately so i think it's like renting the space that we do like the falcon theater or the the gary marshall theater now um and stuff like that i don't think like fundraising went like okay um you guys had a great milk and cookies oh yeah yeah that was a good one i think i think i was yeah seniors had to be sober even though they weren't yeah Um, i was i I was too my senior year i was i was driving people and i was stone cold sober yeah you shouldn't have been driving people the people who were hosting were supposed to be driving yeah yeah ricky he wasn't a senior. Yes, he was. No, I, uh, don't come down. Never mind. Never mind. He wasn't a senior when I was a senior. 
Oh no, I'm talking about You're when mem- I was a se- when we were oh. seniors. He hosted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um. No, our hosts were high the entire time and should not have been driving people. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, there it is. Uh. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I have nothing that's to speak about now because I I do get high. Yeah. But I don't drive often. Um, right. I look at Haley because she, yeah. that's not her case. Yeah. Um, oh, no. We were just... Never there, mind, there, Ricky. There was a moment uh, where you... Uh, Don't come down unless you have that dog. We'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, just show up on time. Like, just give a shit. The people yeah. who didn't give a shit, I was like, why are you here? Yeah. Because you're wasting all of our time. Uh, yeah. And I was like, you can be a great human, and I can, like, love you as a human. But I would like to say that people who didn't, who showed they didn't care and didn't show up and all that stuff, they aren't out here. Right. Or they're not pursuing what. Right. Which is fine. Career choices can change. I am not trying to bash that. But I'm just saying, like, if your heart is not in it in college when you are paying to be there, why are you wasting your time? Like, you're wasting everyone's time. Right. And that's how a lot of people were in my class. People were wasting my time. Quitters. Yeah. I don't want to say quitters. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't want to be, like, bashed. I love my class. But half of them, I'm like, you shouldn't be here because you don't care. And it showed. And yeah. I was, it just sucked that I was there. And, like, I had friends who were there and were like, we care. Oh, trust me. I was. A, here, it's I'm going to. I'm going to pull up your class. Oh, and we're going to go one by one and say who you think, uh, you know, actually cares about this. And going to say their first and last names. Um, I here. will say if they care or not. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was like, I, I will. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Oh, like my that. God. Uh, no, I had the same. I had a similar experience. Not with my class. Just, like, sort of overall. Like, even now, there's just, like, because I feel like I'm somebody that's almost too committed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's like i get frustrated whenever other people aren't and it's like that's just sometimes that's just not a person's uh jam as they say to Mm. uh, throw themselves at something so fully yeah you know i get i i I, the the older i get like my interests are changing like yes acting is still what i'm pursuing but it is not my entire life yeah and i in college it wasn't my entire life it was a big majority of it um but what I've realized is you have to have other interests. Absolutely. To be um, a functioning human. And to be a well-rounded person to have things to draw from to be a good Absolutely. performer or Absolutely. whatever. Yeah. It, that's it's why robots aren't actors, you know? I so. mean. Yet. I had a glimpse of the Corgi puppy. Uh, well, we'll wrap this up here pretty quick. Uh, oh. The last the last little <laughs> chunk here is what, uh, how have you been? So like kind of like you how said, <laughs> moving into like moving away from like the college experience and things like that. Driving out here uh, in your in your little car that you bought. Yeah. Uh, after well, moving out of my house. After moving out of your house. Which Maggie lived in my house for a summer. Three months. Yeah. It was honestly one of my best living situations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, Darian, Toller. Yeah, we do it right over there. Yeah. Some of us do it right over there. Some of uh, <laughs> Um But yeah, moving out here uh, is terrifying. I moved out with less than $1,000 to my name. Of course. Uh, I don't suggest it, but let yeah. me tell you, I'm still here. So yeah. I made it work. Um, <laughs> it was rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every year is rough. I am not going to lie for a second, but it has gotten better. Um I was not focused on acting for the first couple of years because I was like, life is too, no one's taught me how to be a, a human Yeah, and like how to get through. So it took me a little bit longer to like kind of jump into like my career. Um, 
but it's it's been good like honestly during covid and this past like couple like year and a half has been like the best career wise I, if I if I can even say that like I haven't done a lot yeah but I've gotten like the thing is like I meet people I don't go out searching for connections I am always looking for general gen, genuine friendship and that has led me to most of the projects that I've worked on and I don't get paid a lot and I'm okay with that yeah because I'm working with people I like I'm working with people who are just passionate um and I wouldn't have found these people without the struggle that I've of that LA has provided me. Right. It's a big, long process. And I think For people sure. who treat it as a big, long process, you know, the marathon, not a sprint. Everyone's all those journey things. is different. Like, right. You can, and I still do this. I compare myself to people who I see like booking stuff right and left. I'm like, you know what? I've always been um, a late bloomer mm-hmm. and my career like height the peak of my career is like so far in the future yeah. that I'm not even stressed about it anymore. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's a great, I think that's a very healthy um, way to look at it that a lot, a lot of people, you know, that were really committed in school or in a training program, in the safety of a training program, get in the real world and get kicked in the teeth a little bit and realize, oh shit, I can't just show up to rehearsal and then get the part or show yeah. up to the thing and then just be given the thing like I have been my entire life. Uh, gut check. I don't like it. Bye. Yeah. You know. I just, I've realized there's other things that need my attention at certain times. Like I can't focus all my my energy on maybe like acting because I'm like, you know what? Like friends need me. Or like I I give, I care way more about my life as a whole right now. And acting is a piece of that. And so I can't give all my energy to that right now because there's other things that I also want to like focus on. And I, that's like been the hardest thing for me to like kind of be okay with, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. No, it does. Cause li- life is very big. Yeah. Life is very big, especially out here. Everything. There's so much. And, uh, yeah, I think you're doing very, I think you're doing quite well. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. You know, what's, what's like been your favorite. Been, oh. I was like, it's the meds, but... Oh, yeah, know. right. What's been, like, your favorite project that you've gotten to be a part of out here? Ooh. Um, I worked on um, one of my friends, Jay, Jay Dizon. He um, is a jack-of-all-trades. I met him out here, and he wrote a short a couple of summers ago, summers, summers ago about, um, like, washed-up superheroes, and all of my friends were in it. We all did it for free. Um, at the time my boyfriend was in it, like we had like so much fun just like filming at his parents' house and like everyone just like showed up because they knew it was like, it was like a friend thing. So we did that. And then, um, what else have I worked on? I don't know. Just like, I worked on a music video recently for a girl I'm, I met with, um, I was working on a production during the winter. I was like the COVID team member Uh for a production and another one of my COVID team members, she, um, She's like young, fresh out of college, and she's like a director and such. And she's like, I'm I'm directing this music video for this like my friend who's like a rapper. Do you want to be in it? I was like, hell yeah! I just showed up. I didn't know anyone there besides her, but I was like, dude, I'll do anything you do because like you're a part of it. Like yeah, so, like yeah. that was really fun. Um, and the rapper was Drake. The rapper was this like <laughs> this like white guy who oh, was like no. really sweet. We had to like make out, and he was like, I was like, what are you comfortable? I was like, 
like how are you gonna like make out with me like i'm like he's like whatever you're comfortable with like it's Aww. fine i go dude like whatever energy you give me i will just return it yeah, and so yeah. it's just like really fun there's like no stakes whatsoever wow um, that's just like the low-key shoots are like my favorite because it's you just don't really have to worry about anything besides yeah. like having fun they seem great yeah yeah well fucking a I okay. think that's about it. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so the last question that I always ask uh, to wrap up the show is, uh, I ask this for everybody. You're not special. I'm not special. <laughs> it's fine. You right. tell me that every day, Chance. I'm sticking this landing. Uh, <laughs> the uh, last question is, so if you could go back in time to a version of Maggie who was at her most lost, her most directionless, uh, directionless, uh, her most scared, whatever it is. You don't have to specify the time. Okay. Uh, it, it could have been 10 years ago. It could have been two weeks ago. Uh, what would you, like, if you could, like, open a wormhole. I always say it's like if you're hiking up a mountain and your map has just been blown out of your hands. Yeah. So you're lost. If you could open up a wormhole in time and poke your head out and yell a concise piece of advice to your past self, like something to make you keep going, Yeah. what would you say? Um, I would say, oh my God, there's so many times that I can think about that I needed help. <laughs> I don't know. I would just, I would say, wow, you didn't like prep me for this at all. You're right. It's a gotcha question. Um, I would tell myself that you will eventually like yourself, that you will eventually love yourself. Um, is that really sad? No, it's great. <laughs> um, that not everyone is worth your time. That sounds really harsh, but I focus so much energy on what other people think about me. And what I'm realizing is like some people just are not worth it. And like I give my heart to like almost anyone who's in my life. And I'm just like, not everyone is worth it. Not everything deserves that energy. Not everyone deserves that devotion. Um, and that, I don't know, go to therapy. <laughs> All right. Start therapy way sooner. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if uh, you're thinking about therapy, just do it. Yeah. It changes I, I think lives. that's nice. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good uh, way to end it. You're like, Maggie, we need to cut That's right. <laughs> we, we, we don't need to hear about this. <laughs> no, no, know. that was good. I, there's more I could say, but that was, that's like the stuff that I've like, yeah. That like COVID has like really brought out like, you just, know, like love yourself, love yourself, cut out bad people. Is, yeah. Cut out the bad people in your life. Yeah. And appreciate the good people. In your life. See a shrink. Honestly, <laughs> though, honestly, that's though, right. it's it's the best. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. OK, uh, well, that's it. We're done. OK, uh, where can the kids find you online or where, where would you like to be found online? Um, Instagram is M Natal Cedar, M-K-N-O-E-D-E-L-S-E-D-E-R. It'll be, if you look down at your phone there, I'm going to somehow spell out that name uh, for the episode title. So you'll be um, able to see I it I have a TikTok, but let's be honest, no one wants to see that. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the okay. end of the episode. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Maggie. Love you, Chan. Oh, I love Thank you, too. You.